Pittsburgh, a city known for its brooding gothic horror. Between these three rivers flow rivers of blood, where they'll put french fries on your sandwich at Pramani Brothers or blood in your vodka at Elysium. This is the Stream of Blood podcast, and you're listening to Vampires of Pittsburgh, our ongoing Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle. I'm Jared Logan, the storyteller, and I'm joined by Thomas Middleditch as Miles Vanderbuck, Ross Bryant as Curtis Krieger, and Ashley Birch as Jen Brown. You can watch our game streamed every week at twitch.tv forward slash stream of blood. Drink deeply, my friends, and enjoy. Good evening and welcome to our little vampire role-playing game. I'm Jared Logan and you're watching Stream of Blood. Tonight, the epilogue to season one of Vampires of Pittsburgh, an ongoing tabletop stream of Vampire the Masquerade 5th edition. What a long, strange trip it has been. We, we've done 20 episodes prior to this one. Um, two hours, two and a half, sometimes 2.45 and uh, boy, our characters and our players have gone on a long journey uh, from uh, newly embraced vampire to hardened anarch revolutionary. Um, I couldn't be more pleased with how the story and the game has been going so far. And so I'm excited to get into tonight's festivities. Um, this is a little bit of an epilogue, so I'll just briefly mention right now that uh, you will not see an episode of the show next Wednesday. Not an, There will be no new episode of the show next Wednesday. And then we'll pick up right after that, so two weeks from now, with a kind of a, a new season of Vampires of Pittsburgh uh, that starts off just a little bit in the future. We're going to jump ahead a little bit of the future and deal with this new status quo that our players have created for themselves. You guys are going to be fantastic. Should we get started? Please. Okay, so I'm going to title our first... So so here's what's going to happen. I'm going to title this The Next Night, right? So uh, the things that happened in our previous show happened the night before. You guys have all had time to uh, sleep through the day, the day, you know, and we'll find out how you got back or, or you know, what happened, you know, immediately after your adventure from, uh, from Saturday. But uh, it's The Next Night. And uh, Jen Brown, if you check one of your mini devices for news... As you awaken the next uh, evening, you see that the national news is going wild over a night of lawlessness in Pittsburgh. The Red Network uh, is running a story that it started as a movement on the popular platform Grouper. Um, they are saying that people on uh, Grouper, Jen Brown's company's platform, their, their app that she uses, uh, decided to all coordinate a night of anarchy and lawlessness. Um, uh, this is mainly a story that's been promoted by the Red Network, which is kind of a right-wing network, uh -huh. who are kind of saying that uh, they're not really talking a lot about why people would do this, just that they used your app and that uh, they did it because they like to destroy stuff. Um, and so uh, it's, it's all over the news, and it's all over the national news. Um you guys, uh, you kind of had no choice last night but to go back to carry blast furnaces. 
And as we deal with sort of the epilogue here and, you know, the finishing up business, we might not set a scene for everything. We might just kind of talk about what kind of decisions you make, kind of keep it in the abstract a little bit. But when we need to, we'll set a scene. So um, I want to ask you first about Carry Blast Furnaces, this place you've kind of been hanging out with the Anarchs. Um, are you feeling like staying there? What's going to happen to your your old haven or Jen Brown's apartment? What are your thoughts on that now? Well, I feel like we can't stay here. We definitely can't go back to our old haven. And I have to assume that Sonia has stripped my apartment because um, she knows about it. I mean, Sabrina was there and Sabrina's Gould. Right. So I think, uh, I don't know about how you boys feel, but I feel like it's kind of scorched earth here. <laughs> it ain't safe. Okay. So what you're telling me, I mean, Jen Brown, you're saying even this like blast furnaces location feels like it's compromised to you. I mean, I guess we could think about that. I mean, how would they have that information? It just seems, though, that after wreaking that much havoc, we should not be in the same place as we were before. Yeah. That's sort of I my mean, instinct, but. You, um, I can tell that Jen Brown, if she asks around about it, um, I'll just give you this information. The other anarchs tell you that Erasmus made them keep moving a lot. And this was one of the locations that they used. They also used a series of churches for their communion ritual. So, yeah, they, they, before you guys joined on, they did keep it moving. Yeah. So um, it's up to you how long you want to stay here. Uh, but just to kind of give you a little more context, you, you know, you're, you're kind of awakening. You're kind of like deep down back in that in that kind of blast furnace like building where, you could, you know, the light doesn't quite shine in far enough. You can kind of get back underneath of like old pieces of metal and stuff. And so um, you're awakening and there aren't as many people with you as there were <laughs> the previous night. Um, oh. <laughs> but uh, so let's find out. Let's find out uh, where everybody went. Right. I mean, there are there are more anarchs here than there were um uh, maybe when you went to sleep, the, the, you know, the, the, the group came back, the ones that were left, but let's find out what happened to them. So uh, six were sent to the USX tower and they were put into torpor there. And we mm -hmm. know this is true because miles saw their bodies in the morgue. Um, Curtis, at one point you sent a coterie of four dangerous looking biker anarchs to attack the other small coteries in town. Mm -hmm. uh, why don't we see how they did with one roll? Okay. So there were there were four of them, and so I'll give them a, a dice for each member of the coterie. Right? Um, they were chosen by Curtis specifically for combat work, so I'll give them a die for that. Say I'm using the wrong die here. Okay, that's five die. I'm gonna give them a die for mobility because you also just chose people that had motorcycles. Mm -hmm. That feels like they're gonna be able to do guerrilla work well, move quickly, right? Yeah. Um. But you didn't tell them who to attack specifically or really give them any specific targets. So I'm going to take away a die for that. <laughs> um, so that gives them five dice. And uh, I'm going to see how many successes they got and tell you what the result is. Okay. And as you might imagine, one success means they did very poorly. Mm -hmm. And uh, five successes means they did pretty stellar. Let's see. Okay. Okay. Come on, boy. Come on, folks. Biker boys. Biker boys. Yeah. 
Biker, Baby boys. biker boys. Um, Sons they, of uh, Okay, they messed up another Coterie's Haven. Um, okay. uh, which might keep that Coterie busy for a little bit. For a couple, which Coterie? For a couple nights. Yeah, uh, I'll find, I'm going to roll to find that out in just a second. Great. Which Coterie? Let's see. I have a roll. I have a I have a random table for that too. I need to make more. They messed up a coterie. Okay, they messed up the Warhol Museum. There was a coterie headquartered in the Warhol Museum in Pittsburgh. Oh. They basically what they did is they messed up that museum really badly, and it's no longer usable as a haven. <laughs> uh, but they lost two guys doing it. Okay. Pittsburgh is a war zone. Yeah. Pittsburgh is a war zone. The Warhol Museum. Uh, and you guys know enough about the vampire clans to know that the Toreador uh, were the Camarilla uh, faction, the Camarilla clan that headquartered out of the Warhol Museum. Um, so that's what they did. And they lost two of they lost half their number doing it because they only Ooh. got two successes here. Okay. So um, but they're back. They're back. And uh, as you awaken uh, to the dusk, you hear uh, two motorcycles revving out in front of the blast furnaces. Um, and uh, let's see what else. Okay, you sent 30 Anarchs to attack Miss Sonia's Haven. Mm-hmm. She blew it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many were destroyed in the explosion? Let's. Uh, this feels like a fucked up children's math. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's see. So I roll. The SATs rock. <laughs> I roll. Totally in, I, I rolled uh, three 10 sided dice because there were 30 of them. Just to see how many died. And I rolled that 17 were uh, just burned and like, you know, totally wiped out in the explosion. So only 13 of your Anarchs returned from that. Um, that's it's a little less than half. half. Yeah, it's almost half. <laughs> yeah, almost half. Uh, so, so that's uh, 15 thus far of our number is that yeah, right? You've got 15 there, and then let's see. Uh, um, plus, uh, let's see. So there's there's 15, and then there's you guys and Mary. Uh-huh. Okay. So uh, round that up to 20, I guess, because Mary is a bit of a beast. Uh, yeah, it looks like you got like a 20 guys now. Fucking god damn it. <laughs> so you, you've got about a, you've got well let me let me get it exactly. So it's it's two of biker guys. It's 13 right. of the raid people and then it's you guys and Mary which equals four people. So that's actually 19. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Um and hey, that's um, my lucky number. So Yeah. I I can tell you that you recognize some of the vampires that um that didn't get killed in the raid, um, which is, you know, I don't know if that's here nor there because they are still pretty new to you. Sure. Um, but you see um, the very earnest sort of Nosferatu woman who was kind of like taking Erasmus to stake him, uh, you yeah. know, uh, the night before. And you see Kenya, the woman who was kind of uh, with uh, Erasmus earlier on explaining why the urn was important. Who was uh, a thin blood vampire? She was a thin blood. That's right. Oh, speaking of Erasmus, uh, you guys have the bodies of Erasmus and Churchill Jackson. I assume you kept Churchill's body when you sent him into torpor, right? I assume so. <laughs> yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah, no, unless we do. Yeah. 
We have yeah, ask, would you drag? I mean, it might be the smart move unless you were going to leave him to like maybe be revived, or were you going to leave him out for the sun? Um, I think maybe I'd want to. I think Curtis would want to take control of the body to make sure that he didn't revive, and because uh, his head was ripped off, right? Yeah, Mary. Mm, he was. He was like oh, kind just, of like ripped. Just kind of pop oh. up, but not fully decapitated. Well, that's a, that's right a, that's another important point. The when you decapitate a vampire. And maybe Miles just learned this through practical experience. <laughs> when you decapitate a vampire, the vampire does go to final death. Uh-huh. Um, so Churchill wasn't fully decapitated. He was just kind of ripped open by Mary with her amazing, you know, huge claws mm-hmm. and sent into torpor. So um, did you did you decide to fully decapitate him and, and end him forever? Or did you keep his torpored body? Well, what the hell are we in this for if not to end it? I think we yeah. ended it. I think if I, I honestly, this, if um, if she, if if Mary wouldn't finish the job right there, then I think it might have been Curtis just walking up with the K bar knife and seeing if he could like get through <laughs> the last little bits of viscera and take the take the head off. All right, then I'm gonna set a flashback really quickly of Curtis just like K bar knifing his mentor's head off of his body. I said, um, I closed the eyes. So maybe that's <laughs> first. first it's this, it's like rest, rest, or, um, or it's like, just go see your wife. And then maybe, maybe Mary too, or someone tells me like, it is not yet done or something. <laughs> would you, would she have? Yeah. Would, well, I mean, I think would that, I at this point know that full decapitation is, I feel like that's kind of commonsensical. You know, he, the way I've been playing it, and it's not to make you guys look silly or to make you look like you're naive or anything, but I don't think vampires all know everything about being a vampire. Like, sure. maybe if you go to one who's like a vampire scholar, like one of the Tremere or something, but like, I mean, they have all kinds of legends and rumors running around, especially the Anarchs. So I think that, um, you know, regardless. Yeah. You know, okay. Well, is there any information that I might have heard that might influence this decision? Uh, um, is there is there some use to keeping him alive? Because right now I, I only see him as a I only see him as a liability. Yeah, I feel I like it would be wise to to end it. I mean, we know that that's putting people out in the sun kills them. Yeah, there's one use. There's one use. There's one use, um, and that is you can diablerize another vampire. Okay, what does that mean? If you <laughs> drank, if you drank their vitae completely. Uh-huh you would gain some measure of their generation, which makes you considerably more powerful. Oh, okay. well, but your characters didn't know that. So I think that you dusted Churchill Jackson. I think okay. we dusted him. Yeah, <laughs> that would have gobbled the prince. Yeah, too. I would have gobbled. I, <laughs> yeah. But, but I'm just a vamp. I'm just a vampy baby. So I don't yeah. know these things yet. Neophyte yeah. vamps. Quick yeah. question. Maybe you should, you know, you should ask people, you know, Learn about Diablery if you're interested, right? Maybe the thought occurred to Curtis, what if I drink this guy and then you just dusted Churchill, right? Yeah, Uh, yeah, what's your question? Didn't Erasmus also send out a contingent of anarchs before we co-opted his movement? Um, He sent them out to find... Uh, to find Miles a couple sessions before, remember? And I remember guys- it like being moments before, before we started giving orders that a, a group of anarchs had peeled out and gone on their merry. Hmm. Um, yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Um, Am I making that up? 
I don't want to game the system, but I, I sort of vaguely remember that happening. Um, well, as your storyteller, I know everything that happened in the universe. I'm familiar <laughs> with every moment. I have it all written down here on paper. <laughs> so all I'm going to say is that might be true. Um, if it's important, let me know. If it's important to you or your plans, let me know. I'm just trying um, to see how many people we have. Like, yeah, because yeah. you know. it is it is also possible some people didn't come back, not because they were dusted, but because they, you know, they weren't into the new status quo. Um, sure. Um, that's possible. Um, so we've dealt with Churchill. Or, Churchill can I, can I yeah. not to not to? I feel like I'm I, I'm I'm rarely the nickel and dime sort of player, but like <laughs> no, please nickel and dime. That's what no. this is for. This is where tying up all the loose ends mm -hmm. so you may nickel and dime. Go ahead. Now, now that I know what this diablerization is as a player, <laughs> is there a chance that Mary would have informed me of that at the time? Oh, um, um, okay. Uh, no, there's no chance. Okay, there's no chance. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, was that blasphemy to her or is that not? Well, I guess I'll find out when I find out. Why don't you let me know if you want to set a scene with her and talk to her about it? I think that that would be great. Um, okay. I'm going to keep taking us through this kind sure. of like list of things, but if you're like, wait, I need a scene to kind of, you know, talk to this character or something, stop him. We'll do it. Great. Um, all right. So, um, the next thing is Erasmus was staked. You stopped him from being left out in the sun. Mm -hmm. um, you and Mary kind of mentioned redemption to the other vampires when you did that. What mm -hmm. are you doing with his body? Where do you have him stowed? Um, well, my thought was that we would keep him honestly, if, if I can, in a sort of undisclosed space that maybe only me, Curtis, and Miles and maybe Mary know about at the moment. Interesting. Um, um, do you have an idea of what that space would be or what type of space you'd like for that? He is staked, so he's in mm -hmm. a functional torpor. He can't move. He's functionally, you know, dead uh, until the stake is removed. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to already be like. Here in the blast furnaces, Erasmus already had a solution for the kind of thing you're talking about, which is that he would put people inside the furnaces. In the furnace, right? And, why, and then you, you, you saw that there were mechanisms for him to turn them on if he wanted to. Uh, to yeah. kind of like flash fry a vampire. Mm -hmm. um, so that could be, you know, you could put Erasmus in one of those, give him a little of his own medicine. Yeah, I, I sort of, that makes sense. I kind of just want to store him and then and then use him for information if and when we decide that that's useful. And if he would even give it, I don't know. But um, but yeah, let's say that he's getting, he's, he's in a storage unit that is the furnace at the moment. Okay. So there, you know, there are quite a few furnaces here and they do have like hatches and things that open up and multiple bodies could fit into them. So mm -hmm. you put him in one of them and you've, uh, you've locked it up tight. I'm going to assume you took proper security protocols on that. Yeah. And you didn't tell everybody that he's in there or anything like that. You kind of kept it a secret. You're saying, um, I'm not I don't want to be so discreet that people think that I'm trying to, I really want to try to walk the line of it not being complete anarchy and them thinking that I'm, that we're just Erasmus part two or Camarilla part two. Right. So I don't want to be like sketchy about it, but if there's a way for me to sort of naturally do it when they're, maybe I did it. Um, if it's fair to say before the other Anarchs came back from their missions, I put them in the furnace. 
I think so. I think okay. so. I mean, you guys, you kind of stopped him from being left out in the sun last episode. And then, uh, you know, they were heading off on their missions that Curtis was giving them. And so then that's when you kind of you secured him away there. So Erasmus is a resource that you have. Uh, and you know how much you love talking to him and what a great resource he is. He's yeah. <laughs> available at any time that you want to talk to him. Um, okay. Uh, and then finally, um, I, I did mention this, but I'll just mention it one more time. Uh, Miles decapitated Adelaide. So uh-huh. uh, she has been completely destroyed. So her body, when you finished Miles, like, you know, nailing it with the katana, like you didn't see this because you were too busy running out the back door, but it kind of crumbled into dust. So um, just letting you know that Churchill Jackson and Adelaide are permanently removed from the Chronicle. Um, did Miles tell us that he did this? Did he? Am I back with you guys? Yes. Or just running through the night? Yeah, I think you made it back. I think you made it back. Like, this is the next night. You're all okay. awakening at the blast furnaces. That great. Great. Uh, then, yeah. No, I... I I did. If you, if I return and you have the look of like, oh, what did you do? Because I know initially I <laughs> Oh, yeah, because he ran off on yeah, his own. Ran off. And you're yeah, covered in you, blood, right? Yeah, now I come oh, back yeah. with a covered in blood and a Unless the, does the Actually, I want to see that dust? scene. I want to see too good a scene to not see. So, um, guys, like when you all awake, awaken the next night, Miles is covered in blood. He was just missing the whole night. You were handling the fucking sheriff of the fucking city and he should have been there to help you and he shows up with a katana <laughs> and covered in gore <laughs> what happened the prince is dead missed you last night that's because i was taking care of business how did you find her i had my ways I found her at the morgue I sent a team to take her out. You found her at the morgue? Mor- yes, your team failed. Or only halfway got the job done. But I got in there and I took her head off with this, my new toy. <laughs> Did anyone see you? Not that I know of, but who knows? <laughs> Jared, would Jen be smart enough or could I make an intelligence roll to think about the fact that... You know, Ashley is smart enough to think of it. So I think that Jen's smart enough to think of it. Uh, Jen, if you want to if you want to assume that a, uh, you know, a medical examiner's building might have some cameras, I think that that's a fair assumption. Okay. Miles, Miles, Miles uh, is pretty convinced that he was in there, in and out, stealthy, got the job done controlled the cop he's learning he's got more powers you gotta understand we can we can influence people this is we can do some real good curtis we can take the power back damn it you were definitely seen there's no way you weren't seen there are cameras in morgue's miles you were walking around there like fucking like fucking shogun assassin with that thing <laughs> i'm surprised i'm not getting a little bit more gratitude for what i've done <sighs> I'm happy you're back, but this is another pile of shit on top of an already massive pile of shit. You'd um, rather have the prince alive? No. No, no, no. no. You did yeah. good. Damn straight. You did good if that's what you did. You cut off the head. And I put <laughs> hands on shoulders. You cut off the head of the whole organization. We took out the sheriff, but we gotta be secretive. We don't know. We don't know 
no one in the cops is loyal to us anymore. They still got their affiliation over there. Now the whole force might be out looking for somebody matching your description. Right, right, right. The masquerade. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Well, you guys are having this discussion. Um, Kenya comes to you. Uh, and, uh, you know, she's thin bud. She looks like a living person. Um, she looks like she's been living rough, big head of hair. And she comes out and she's, she's one of the ones that went to Miss Sonia's place and didn't get uh, blown up. Um, and, uh, she comes to you guys and she's like, some of the others are, I think, waiting for you to tell us what's next. I, um, maybe we should have some kind of meeting we'll be out there we'll we'll speak to everyone just give us a few minutes all right how many people uh made it back how many do we have including us 19 but if you round it up it's an even 20. <laughs> mary you know, counts for two <laughs> one thing we I have learned. we have 20. uh ruby looks offended when i was in the union one of the biggest things we did was recruitment you gotta get people to join i was thinking the same thing <laughs> and in fact can i okay here's my question on the usb drive do i have information on ghouls as well ah interesting um, you would have information on uh, Camarilla members because it was mostly about Camarilla members. Uh, uh -huh. the, the former prince didn't really keep files on anarchs and uh, independent vampires, unbound vampires, they're sometimes called, because he didn't know about them. They weren't in his official roles. Um, so you would have information on a ghoul if it belonged to one of the Camarilla uh, vampires. Here's my thought. Mm -hmm. And it's risky. But TJ Cope seemed pretty eager to get turned. And the Camarilla were keeping him as a ghoul because it served them better. So I'm wondering if there are some ghouls like TJ that might be willing to turn if we offered them the gift. Ghouls in waiting. <laughs> ghouls in waiting. Yeah. Well, here, the way I see it, that's a great idea. There's a couple, mother, a couple other ways to get people to join our cause one that two uh vampires that are already out there that just need to get some new ideas in their head and three well hell how the hell did we become vampires we were just some people walking around that's what we do to people we can't no. we yeah we make new people Miles, new no. vampires we gobble them up <laughs> i will not be turned I will not turn people the way we were turned. We have no choice. We'll be just like them if we do that. Well, we put a Craigslist we ad or something. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going on Craigslist. <laughs> I've been burned before. <laughs> Worst roommate of my life for a year. <laughs> yeah, um, Curtis. Meanwhile, Curtis, Curtis is a junkie. <laughs> uh, yeah, junkie. Yeah, that, there's that, that and also Kyle. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it's like yeah, we can't we can't go around turning people like crazy. Plus, we have no way of guaranteeing their loyalty. They counted our on our loyalty. What happened to them? Just saying, it's an option. Yeah, I think we need to make a case. We need to convince people. 
we have to show them that this is worthwhile. And All I think right. starting with people that are already in the system, as risky as it is, if we can find ghouls we could turn, they would also have information on the coterie that they're a part of. Okay, well, before we go out there, sure, recruitment, these are some good ideas. What else the hell are we going to do now that we're running this whole show? Well, we probably what do we want? <laughs> I mean, I wake up from torpor and <laughs> everything's changed. I want freedom. I don't so want to have you, Why don't you set everybody free and then... They'll be massacred. So are, do you want freedom, Jen Brown, or do you want power? Uh, <laughs> I'm starting to find... Do you, you, you want to just be someone out there or do you want to be CEO of the goddamn vampires? Jen. Okay. This world, <laughs> there's not much difference between the two. Look. You can run and be free. They'll be massacred or you'll be massacred yourself. It seems like the only way of really being free is by having a little bit of power to call your own. And we don't have to do it the way that they did it. We can... We could bring people in to discuss these things too. We don't have to sort of relay information from on high because look, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Well, they're they're looking to us like we're leaders and I don't even want that position. I know my place in an organization. I'm a sergeant. (laughs) I'm an an NCO. You tell me what to do, I'll do it. If you tell me what to do, I'll do it. (laughs) Oh, Jim. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) And you don't have to tell them what you tell me. Uh, Listen, when you're in charge... Sometimes you need to keep up a virtuous front and there are things that have to get done and maybe you don't want to know about them. Maybe you don't even have to know about them. But if you let me know about something that might need getting done, it can get done. Ain't that the truth? You're persuasive. You're smart. You got brains we wish we had. (laughs) These vamps will listen to you. They did before. There's one thing though. I want um I want Miles to make a intelligence plus occult roll. Yes, bitch. <laughs> um, okay. Don't have some of those, but we'll give it a shot. Mm. I'm gonna also include a thing of hunger, right? In a in a roll like that? Uh, I think so, yeah. Two successes? That's enough for you to think uh, about the ghouls, uh, the ghoul plan, recruiting ghouls, yeah. and remembering that they are all blood bonded to their. Right. I would know that because I know I knew that connection because you've um, been blood bonded. It's yeah. just it's just a concern if you if your plan is to recruit ghouls, if a lot of them may not have the will. They have been addicted to a certain person for. Yeah. 30 years, 50, hundreds. But Miles got uh, TJ to drink from him, right? Yeah, we had, it's, yes, it's he not did. without, I will relay that technicality and say it doesn't make it impossible. It just, no. it just requires uh, a little persuasion, a little discussion beforehand. I mean, this is like, uh, it's, de- and, you, and you definitely got to choose who you talk to because you choose the wrong person, they're all going to tell everybody of our plan. Here's, and my- I, I, here's another thing. May I suggest, Jen Brown? Is there are other people within the Camarilla? There are other heads of the snake that are definitely going to be out for blood. Yes, we should recruit more, but we 
you should also have another team or people out there lopping off more heads of the Hydra, baby. I have another idea. Yes. And you're not going to like it. Go on. Sabrina contacted a group that knew a lot about the kindred that seemed invested in ending the kindred and have no love for the Camarilla or us. But if we can find them, it might be an alliance that would serve us for a time. We could eat ally with a group. But we could turn him loose. Did, uh, did Churchill Jackson tell Curtis anything about this guy and his organization when he brought him the body? I think it's fair. I think it's fair to say that he did. And who the, the people you were talking about are likely the second inquisition. Second inquisition are a um, shadow deep state operation uh, that uh, operates inside of government, law enforcement and the church. Uh, and their main uh, their main objective is the destruction of vampires. Um, and Churchill would have told you that you know they they have like commando teams, like Navy SEAL type teams that they can send in, and they also have men like the the guy that you met, who's more of an investigator, a, a forward scout. How much how much of you just of this did you just tell Miles? <laughs> Because this is all new to him. So, yeah, I, I think it's this. Listen, yeah, it's, it's basically that. There's a, whole, there's a whole clandestine army of vampire hunters out there working secretively, trying to destroy us all. But it's classic insurgency tactics. If you've got a powerful organization, you can turn them loose on another organization. You've got a flash drive with all the secrets and information of the Camarilla. Maybe some of that information could start to get selectively leaked to the right sources. They can start fighting some of our battles for us. We also have thin bloods in our rank, or we could ghoul people to interface with them. It doesn't have to be any of us. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> These are literally the Anarch tactics, some of the Anarch tactics that are in the book. You guys. Oh, really? With them. Yeah, they're, you're coming up with them on your own. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. Well, not the not the uh, sending the second inquisition after people. That's your own horrifying little uh, brainstorm. <laughs> I will say, I will say that will work for a time. Yeah. But what you're doing by, by by doing that, you are essentially giving uh, the enemy of your enemy, which is also our enemy, a better chance to end us in the end because they'll be fighting less people. I know. It has to be something that we're doing in concert with building our numbers. Okay. There's, Here's what. Oh, should ahead. we have like a head of recruitment and a head of assassinations or something? <laughs> yeah, we can have a we can have a headhunter uh, sort of recruitment arm. We can have a sort of a team building retreat. Ropes <laughs> I can well, talk to corporate, run it up the chain. See the anarchs are ready to talk to you when you're ready to talk to them. If you'd like Good. to start choosing, not I'm not trying to rush you along. Mm -hmm. I'm loving this conversation uh but they <laughs> are ready to talk no to idea. you when you would like to start interviewing people for certain positions in your organization they are uh they are uh, you can now hear gathered and uh, awakened uh outside here's what okay. i think go ahead chris and i can say the camaries seem to have a lot of contacts and ghouls within law enforcement seem that the entire 
Pittsburgh PD are as lousy with people on their Camarilla payroll. But I mean, I got some contacts and some people on the other side of the law that might be useful in their own way. Okay, here's what I think. I think we can't stay here anymore. I think we need to find a new place that's off the map. Curtis, I feel like, or Miles, you might have a good idea of where that might be that we can set up. Yeah. I don't think we need, we stay in one spot. We keep moving and stay out of their havens. We know where they are. Stay out of their areas. We need to operate as much outside of their sphere of influence as we can. I also think we need to grow our numbers and fast. The ghouls are, they're, high risk, high reward, but we also need another avenue of finding people to turn. I don't trust any of the vampires that have stuck in the Camarilla. I don't think we've met any that seem even amenable. I'm like racking my brain as a player, even like Roman's definitely not it. Lara's definitely not it. Like I'm trying to think of any Camarilla people we've met that have even seemed remotely reasonable. And that was like Churchill. <laughs> Who is that guy that was like, <laughs> he was like kind of like a is that Roman who's like, hey, man, cool. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was Roman. Yeah. Of course, my horse. Um, yeah. You never know. He, I guess maybe he was pretty dedicated to the cause. Um, he seems also like such a loose cannon. I just couldn't, I don't, I, you know, it's one of those yeah. like, I just don't think I could ever trust him to, to not like slash us in the back again, you know, if, even if we felt like we convinced him. Um, yes, but he'd be a great guy to have because he's a big brute. He's a big bruiser. He's an Osferatu, right? He is, yeah. And we just well, a, that's actually that that makes me think of like, are there any houses that are a little bit anarchist anarchistic in their own in their like mantra? Like are the Nosferatu a bit wild or or the, the Bruja as I am? Or the Bruja are known for being uh rabble rousers. The Bruja and you would have picked this up at some point. The Bruja are the most uh they they joined the anarch movement even before the current uh, status quo and like this sort of sect war like uh not the sect war the the war of ages they call it the anarchs versus the camaria um you there were a lot of bruja anarchs so okay. um so they they are and the gangrel are almost whole wholly in the anarch movement as well that's curtis's clan and it was churchill's clan he was one of the few uh, Gangrel left inside of the Camarilla. Um, those are the two clans that are most predisposed. Um, there might be some other strange or uh, slightly rarer uh, bloodlines and clans that um, find more of a home in the Anarch movement, but I don't think you'd know them off of the top of your head from your experiences so far. Well, is it fair that... I would, I've gone back to the well of this USB enough. Is it fair that I could have amassed some information through reviewing it so that I would have some sort of plan or um, idea of what I can be? definitely give you some information right now if you'd like? I mean, you've yeah. been going through it, right? Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to outline for you and, uh, you know, people in the chat, you can listen up to this too and see what you think. I think that you guys, this is going to be a list. All right. So stop me if you want to talk about something or stop okay. me if you want to ask me a question. But these are, as far as you know, the Camarilla uh, assets that are still around out there. After taking out Churchill, after 
smashing the prince's sort of haven in USX Tower. And uh, after uh, you know uh, your your guys went out and kind of messed up the art museum, um, here here's what you have: Miss Sonia, Haven now unknown. You, uh, it's possible, according to the thumb drive, that there is an entire nest of Nosferatu in Polish Hill. Um, and, uh, you know, she might still be in Polish Hill somewhere. Dr. Orman, uh, who you met in the very first session, Jen Brown, and the Tremere mm-hmm. Chantry. Orman is known to take his meetings in something called the Cathedral of Learning uh, at Pitt, the university. Uh, but the Tremere Chantry is actually located in a place called Old Economy Village. It's 30 miles outside of Pittsburgh. It was formerly a Christian commune. Uh, according to the thumb drive, there are at least five members of Clan Tremere there. Clan Tremere, of course, are the scholars. They're very, um, they're very hierarchical and not individualistic. They are about the least likely to turn to Anarchut. They just need to get taken out. Yeah, um, and they, of course, <laughs> practice kill the kill the kill the educated. First stage of revolution, you must liquidate the intellectual. (laughs) I can tell you that they know the most about vampire powers and history uh, and uh, the occult. Okay. Uh, Vidya Saran and the Toreador. Vidya was the Toreador primogen. She was a beautiful, statuesque Indian woman. Uh, that, That coterie is four in number, and they operate out of the Warhol Museum. There is a lot about the type of art that they appreciate. And you can kind of tell that some of Pittsburgh was kind of built along these lines because they've been around a long time. They prefer a brutalist commercial aesthetic, ultra modern, soulless, and they abhor all sentimentality. So they like Ooh, uh, very the, uh, brutalist buildings and matrix like, vampires. They uh-huh. are matrix vampires. Thank you uh-huh. uh, for summing it up very beautifully, Thomas. Um, Do we know if um, they killed any of the number because the Warhol Museum is destroyed, right? Um, yes, so? you would know, and I can tell you that they did. They did not, but they did destroy the Haven, and oh, only lost two guys, guys doing it. <sighs> okay, great. We're kicking over hornet's nests all over the place. Oh um, my god! There we are need to like, get some allies quick. Like, yeah, they, they there are, like are likely a big at least, group to join us. Yeah, there are likely at least six remaining Ventru before you even turn to Anarch. You took out the Ventru leadership, Obadiah right. Griffin and Stephen Francis. Uh, you took them out, um, but they, there are at least six other Ventru. They may, they had their meetings at a place called the Steel Stacks uh, outside of Pittsburgh. The Steel Stacks is a modern concert venue where it's like the ultimate like commercialist like nightmare where there's like a, a Cold Stone Creamery and a fake Main Street. And then you can go see REO Speedwagon like that's where they would have their meetings. And according to the thumb drive, each of the uh, members of this uh, board of Ventru. Uh, control or, or have a presence in one of Pittsburgh's largest businesses, Heinz Croft Foods, UOME Financial, U.S. Steel Corp, and Nastrom Enterprises. Sorry, could you exp- could you say uh, what is it? U.M. UOME Financial. UOME Financial. Okay. Uh, U.S. Steel Corp. U.S. Steel Corp. Nastrom Enterprises. Nastrom Enterprises. 
Uh, and then there are like uh, there are a couple more. I can give them to you later. But it, you know, basically, each of these vampires is uh, in, in, entrenched in a company here in the city. The the Ventru, uh, the okay. blood the blood dance. Who you've met? Uh, Lara was the only member of it you met, but uh, she has two coterie mates, and they probably have some ghouls. Um, the coterie mates are named Misery and Amon. Uh, and they operate out of three nightclubs in Pittsburgh. They control three the three uh, most popular nightclubs. Insomnia, Svengali is the name of another nightclub, and Pearl is the name of the third nightclub. Okay. Um, the Southside Boys. That's, <laughs> that's what they go by. They're uh, Roman, who have you yeah. met? Uh-huh. Jonas and Luke. Uh, the Southside is a very pubby kind of like pub crawl area of Pittsburgh. And they operate out of a dive bar called the white Eagle. Um, okay. Was one of these, I'm sorry. Ha- have you mentioned, um, uh, it wasn't Jen, Jen's Brown's caretaker, Miss Sonia and her crew. Nosferatu. Yeah. yeah. Nosferatu. Oh, those so, were the Nosferatu. The Polish yeah. Hill, the Polish Hill Nosferatu. So Miss Sonia did have a crew below her, and they are definitely in Polish Hill. And uh, the former Prince Button Gwinnett had collected six Polish Hill addresses that he thinks might be havens. It looked like the Nosferatu and Mrs. Sonia's circle beneath her were all living in like families' houses in Polish Hill, like she was, like in attics and basements and things like that. So there are six addresses on that USB. Uh, for the just for the Nosferatu in Polish okay. Hill. Okay. Um, Mason Auberger, the guy that Miles interacted with, uh, TJ Cope's uh, regnant master. Um, uh, Mason Auberger controlled a coterie of Malkavians. They were formerly Adelaide's coterie, but she moved up to Prince. Um, there are five of them left, as far as you know, and they meet in self-help groups, AA groups, and group therapy spaces all over the city. Their havens are unknown, but the meeting times and locations are in the thumb drive. Okay. Hmm. Uh, we're almost done, everybody. Wow. Uh, <laughs> quite the info dump. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's a lot, but no, it's you know, a anytime lot. you no, want, it's good. Anytime, yeah, yeah. anytime you want to know more, you let me know, and I'll let mm-hmm. you know. Um, uh, the prince just had someone called Spider listed with a haven in the U.S. Steel Building. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, and finally. Um, you see Obadiah Griffin and Stephen Francis, and it makes you think of something. Specifically, it makes Miles think of something. Um, what might he think of when he sees the names of those Ventru that were kind of brought to justice before you all turned Anarch? He might think of boxes. <laughs> yeah, Ross is nodding like he remembers. I don't at all. <laughs> <We're going on. laughs> Curtis, it's okay. Like Curtis, you can be the one. You can be the one to bring this up. Like uh, packing crates, like Roman let us borrow a boat to go yeah. on a heist. Yeah, I remember. Okay, so at the docks. Yeah. No, no, not what I'm talking about at all. I think the I think I'm going to have to ask for an intelligence. Oh plus no, yeah, yeah. The politics boxes, boxes at the bottom of the in the basement of Elysium. Ah, uh, you got it now. Yes, uh, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Every vampire that you had kind of taken down thus far in the Chronicle were torpored and staked and placed in the sub-basement of the U.S. Steel Building. So they could just raise them. 
you have no idea where Buddy's body is right now. Stu Headley's, Obadiah Griffin, Stephen Francis, or Jake oh. Nixon. Buddy. Buddy. Buddy might. Uh... That's who we got to get. He's a fucking super ancient specter and all his specter people. Yeah. He's a good he's oh, yeah, no idea. Although yeah, he may not, he may not love us. And even if he's he like, "Hey, you guys are anarchs now," like he may be like, "Great, I'm, I'm back now." He did shoot, bite, and stake him. <laughs> yeah, so but the we MIA, could play. Right. We could play the long game. We could play like, um, we're all in on it now, and we've seen the light, and like, make it try to make peace. Is he a vampire like Mary? He's not, right? They're not of the same ilk. Everything um, we've seen of him tells us that he's from like the forties, whereas Mary's like from the dawn of time. Right, <laughs> but he is, but he is like a super vamp. He's got mega powers. He's he's at least demonstrated powers that we hadn't seen before. Yeah, he's got I men mean, in black memory wiper powers. Again, you know, well, it's, his, it's his okay. friend did not him. Oh, it's okay for you to ask your fellow anarchs if they know about this kind of stuff. Um, I'm not gonna like penalize you and have them go. You don't know that. Like, <laughs> turn on you um you can uh you can discuss any of these things but i will tell you that right now after you've been talking for a little while mary appears and goes your congregation awaits your sermon uh <laughs> oh boy okay um we're in this together yeah yeah sure. all right we keep moving we keep the Camarilla off balance. We stay in the shadows. Keep them guessing. Strike asymmetrically and keep them on the back foot. And we find new allies. Yeah. Um, and if maybe before we go out, the last thing we could have maybe if Curtis and Miles, I don't know if you'd have them roll, but I'm assuming they know Pittsburgh very well and they might know the next place that we could go to. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, I, I don't I, I, you don't necessarily have to roll if you have an idea of where you'd like to go. I think you guys know the city well, as Jen says, so I can kind of and I have don't worry, I have some things I could uh, recommend. Huh. Um, so what kind of a thing are you looking for? What are you thinking? A, a space where everybody can kind of meet. There's right. I mean, like. Uh, I think we should be outside of the Camarilla's purview. Yeah, it's although if it, it sounds like some of them were even outside of the city limits, so they're they're all over. Um, but uh, yeah, maybe something a little more far flung, like uh, like Buddy's uh, garage was out in the out in the woods. Yeah, yeah, it was a little ways out there, right? Okay, um, I, I do want to roll. Then I think let's see what would be let's what would take be an over a uh, Pennsylvania Amish. Town, <laughs> yeah, and no personal wow. associations. Like this place should just be a place. Like they shouldn't be able to tie us to these places at all. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, building a uh, coffin there, English. <laughs> uh, you're up late, huh? <laughs> I gotta put see. some uh, wire in my rabbit hutch once. <laughs> this will be an intelligence plus streetwise roll, and the more successes you get, the better the location will be. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't want to be like, teacher, you didn't give us homework, but we didn't do a rouse roll for this. Just to know how much hunger we have. <laughs> oh. 
Uh, teacher says all oh, everybody needs to do their rouse rolls, and uh, I should remember to tell you that. Yes, rouse, 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 <laughs> rise from your grave, altered beast. Um, I got two successes for this intelligence street rise roll. Um, that's pretty good. How'd everybody else? How did you did you roll it, Curtis? Uh, yeah, roll. Try, but I rolling don't have any streetwise. Three successes. Three successes. Curtis, I can. You know of a place called Brownsville, right outside of town, and there's a place called the Brownsville General Hospital that's been abandoned since the '90s. It's a full hospital, so it's not on the thumb drive, mm-hmm. meaning that. As far as it's there, there are no Camarilla vampires there. Right. As far as you know, it's a huge abandoned building just sitting out there. Sounds like and it could definitely that, house as many anarchs as you have right now. Right. No problem. Kind of place that like teenagers would go to in the middle of the night for like hazing rituals. <laughs> yeah, or to get fed on by um, a group of revolutionary vampires. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bring that, that up. Yeah, speaking of feeding, I've just looked at my care sheet. I have one health. How's, how do I... Is that... Oh, oh, I, right. So, no problem. Needs to um, yeah, so wh- let's see. What are you at? You're at one health, you say. We can, we can deal with this after we come up with a plan, but... Uh, yeah, I think to say, that, when you look at Miles Vanderbilt, he's not looking good. So, well, he, you, right. we all deduce that he's to slurp. He shouldn't be maxed out on um, superficialist. He's still maxed out on a little bit of aggravated. He would get at least one health level of aggravated to turn back to superficial right now. Okay. So go from he did get just dumped with blood. Does that change anything? Yeah, that should change quite a bit, actually. Um, oh, wait. Was that, that maybe, this is an old, maybe this is a sheet that I've... Never mind. I don't know. It's quite all right. You know yeah, what? Yeah, actually, I'm going to roll. Go ahead and go ahead and uh, heal him to where he's just got a full bar of not even a full bar. He's got all but one filled with superficial. That's where he ended up after um, he had that urn poured all over him. He was able to rouse like 10 times in a row and and then heal a little bit of aggravated as well. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Um, Great. Great. Let's bring I'm gonna or go let's out go out and, there. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go out and speak to the but Curtis the and Miles um flank you. <laughs> like V formation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Their eyes are um you know, some of their eyes are look tired, uh, which is weird for the kindred, see, be, seeing as how they are undead. Some of their eyes look skeptical. Um, others are like looking to you like uh, you know, with a pleading kind of look in their eyes. Um, there's less of them. This courtyard that was filled last night is now uh, much less full. Um, you see Cross uh, with his arms Cross. crossed, and you see Kenya, um, and you see uh, Mary uh, kind of um, walks past you and sits with the group and looks up at you. <laughs> I know you all must have many questions. And I know our numbers are much fewer than when we started. There's no way around that. I would like to tell you two things. The prince is dead. And Churchill Jackson is dead. Yeah, some people are like, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Our fight is far from over. 
but the sacrifices of your fellows were not in vain. We've made headway and they are scared. But I won't lie to you that this is going to be a hard road and we don't have the resources we need right now to wage this war, but we will get them. First things first, we need to make sure that the number that we have amongst us are safe. So we are abandoning this base effective immediately. There is a hospital on the edge of town that's abandoned. We're going to relocate there and regroup. It's too risky to stay here. I have ideas about our next steps forward. I'm eager to share them with all of you. And I want to know your feedback. But the first thing that we need to do We've is built a we built a suggestion box. <laughs> all ideas are welcome. I have PowerPoints. So you're doing this so this well. Yeah. You're running the vamp a vampire group like uh, Silicon Valley tech companies. <laughs> yeah. um, I love it. It's so good. Yeah. It's like so new. It's like 2020. Yes. Yeah. This is so well done. Yeah. Tell tell me how how do you finish up here? What's what was your next point? I'm sorry. I'm gonna say. Um, but right now, my priority is keeping us safe so that we can come back stronger. I know that you did not expect this speech to be coming from me. And I know you didn't expect to have so many of your fellows not surrounding you anymore. I know that trust has to be earned. And I hope our victories are enough to sate you before I lay out the rest of the plan. Are we all in agreement that relocating is our next step? Um, they sort of like kind of look to each other and look back to you and they kind of talk for a second. Uh, and uh, Kenya is the first one to stand up and go, that seems like a wise decision. Yes. Uh, and Gross also, who couldn't be more different from Kenya, like stands up and is like, yeah, we better move. Then let's move. And then I, I assume that everyone's going to go to their respective mm -hmm. cars and, and things. And the Brownsville Hospital, right? The old and yeah. maybe before maybe before they go, as as as, as like uh, Jen turns and like uh, just pipe up a little bit and like maybe to some of the ones that I sent out and just like I know there were sacrifices, but there were victories as well. Sheriff is dead. The prince is dead. We're going to shift locations. We will hit them again. So we, that we don't have to wear their shackles anymore. Yeah! Fuck the cams! Fucking sapphires! Fuck Fucking <laughs> <break> shit! <laughs> uh, yeah, Ruby. I would go like that. Like, yeah, yeah. Ah! Um, it's just like... That some of the uh, other... Uh, Anarchs are kind of looking at them sideways. Like uh, it's clear that there's still a little bit of a schism in this group. Some of them are uh, more true believers, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Some are like, let's fucking shoot people. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I also uh, before we be managed. before we disperse that I want people to not let's not just have like a caravan going out there like. Hope, like people should take different paths, like stay off major roads, but don't. I just feel like a line of cars going to one direction might be suspect. So I yeah. feel like. And it might be the kind of thing where like if they, knowing what we know about the urn, if they need to take this time to find some 
ethically sourced blood uh-huh that they can uh that they can um what it transubstantiate yeah, in the urine that's uh, a good idea maybe actually we should we should um i wonder if maybe we could task one of them with with getting some of that because i'm sure everyone's fucking hungry yeah i mean i, I am excuse me hi <laughs> hi bob from cleveland um <laughs> you know uh, don't we need the bagged blood from the hospital for the urn to even be useful? Because um, I, I don't see that coterie here. Uh, they used to be at the meetings before. There was like a big orderly guy. I mean, you guys don't see them, right? They're not here. <laughs> there was a doctor. <laughs> and then people like kind of start talking to each other. So <laughs> I just kind of look. <laughs> Kenya's like. Our first priority should be learning about the urn. It gives us the ability to purify the blood. That's the main advantage and the thing that's going to draw anarchs to our cause. We have to learn what the urn is. Listen, all of these things are important. I don't discredit that, but we cannot stay here. First things first, we relocate, we regroup. We have to get off that we can't let them have our scent. All right, you've sent them, and you wanted them to kind of stagger it, and uh, let's see how well they follow your orders, Shent Brown. I want you to give me a, I think we'll go with a wits plus leadership role. Uh, Is there any chance that I had got, like, another pip in leadership at <laughs> any point? Not quite yet, but okay. All right. back next week, everybody will be leveled up, and that's probably where you're going to want to put your points. Oh, at this point, uh, okay. So my wits little, plus leadership? I, yeah. How many dice do you have in that? Four. <laughs> okay, that's not bad. And what I'm going to say to you is, um, if you get three successes, they will all follow your instructions to a letter. If you get two, it'll be kind of sloppy. And if you get one uh they're not going to follow your instructions and there's going to be uh probably some sort of fallout from that so go ahead and give me the rule so i got a one so i'm gonna spend a willpower okay and i'm go gonna go ahead and uh re-roll two of these bad boys uh, okay i got two successes two successes very good um yeah people start peeling out and you can tell that there's like a little bit of fighting among them uh, as they all start heading out. I mean, there's only 19 people here, including you, but that's enough. Um, and you catch a sight of somebody. Uh, you catch sight of somebody in the crowd who maybe is causing some of the uh, animosity. It's a vampire with one arm and a big old beard. And he gets into a pickup truck with two other guys. Uh, as they're starting to head out. Could I, before they head out, could I look to Curtis? Mm-hmm. And say, can you go talk to them? They're not going to listen to me. I uh, I just kind of nod. And uh, are they peeling out in the truck already? No, no, they're just getting in right now. As you get closer, you can see that only the guy missing the arm is actually Kindred. Uh, the two guys with him look like they're either, well, maybe they're thin blood, but they look, they, they're pink. Um, hmm. And you recognize this guy. Do you remember I talked him? to him. I talked to him when we arrived at the... At the uh, he church, also filled for the miles He's a with bullets from his automatic weapon when they were all sent out to hunt miles. If That's you right. mm -hmm. uh, and he's like, God is he's in the back seat of his uh fucking pickup and he's going, doo -doo -doo -doo. 
Um, yeah, okay. I walk up to him and I'm like, um, hey, keeping a low profile tonight. You sure that's such a great idea? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I disturb you? Peckerneck? <laughs> oh, you didn't disturb me. I it's go where not. I want. I say what I want. I hunt where I want. And no junkie is going to tell me otherwise. Four more How about years. that, mother? <laughs> He's up in the, up in the truck. And, That's and why I'm a people. fucking anarch, baby. Woo! <laughs> I also might deputize Miles to sort of keep an eye on this and maybe intercede if he needs to. Great. Um, can I, uh, I don't know, man. If you nudge me, I'll, I'll just keep an eye on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll nudge you. Okay. Um, and I just, can, can I hop up onto the truck bed? Ooh, yeah, you can. Um, mm -hmm. His arm kind of like lazily points the AR-15 at you. Mm -hmm. I stealth and get closer. Or I'd like to. Uh, very good. Then I would like a stealth roll from you, sir. A dexterity plus stealth roll. Oh, I wish it was stamina. <laughs> uh, one success. One. <laughs> one success, you say. Yeah. Okay. okay. What are you saying, Curtis, when you hop up there? Right. Um Yeah. Freedom and don't tread on me and all that, yeah. You fucking A right, motherfucker. Fucking A right. Um, and as I as I just kind of get a little bit closer and I'm and uh Except when you cause a scene that's bad for the group, that means it's harder for everyone to be safe and secure. Like, I don't feel particularly secure right now. Do you? I'm not worried about myself. I might be worried about some of you other little pencil necks. Me and my brothers... We take care of our own. Being an anarch is about being a survivor. Are you a survivor, Curtis Krieger? Right there, Rhodes. That other one coming up alongside. I grab this guy. Right, by the, I grab. I, I grab this guy by the beard as he whips his as he whips the. Uh, yeah, he's whipping um, around to miles. I grab him by the beard and yank him off the truck if I can. Okay, great. <laughs> I think that you need to give me. Uh, well, let's, let's, let's do it in combat mode. Now we will do a three, two done, right? Well, this, this encounter is all about whether you can get control of this guy. Uh, and it looks like you're going to try to do it with an ass whooping. So, uh, let's it's see. He, Curtis talks. He's going to try to whip around and just start. Well, maybe not fire at miles, but he's going to try to whip around and get a beat on miles. Mm -hmm. You're going to try to grab him with a fight attack and throw him off the truck. Miles, what are you going to do? Um, what I'd like to, to do if Curtis is success, successful is run over with my sword and sort of put it to his neck and say something rad. But if <laughs> not, I'm going to take cover as best as I can. Okay. And avoid being shot. 
well, why don't you kind of like wait till next round then? You've got your yeah. <laughs> katana out and you're just kind of waiting to see what happens between him and Curtis. So he's going to whip whip around and try to point his gun at Miles and you, Curtis, are going to try to mess him up. Here you go. Ready? Roll. What am I rolling here? Uh, de- oh, good. Yeah, that's a good point. Dex strength. Grapple. Plus strength, strength, grapple. strength plus brawl and you can add your grapple die because that's what you're good. That's your mm-hmm. specialty, right? Yeah. He's a grapplist. You are a grapplist. The grapplist. Coming this fall on you. Three successes. Well, that's more than his one. And so you grab him by the beard and you throw him over the side of his own truck. And he lands hard on the ground. And yeah. His uh, his AR-15 goes off, <laughs> like just a little bit, and it hits him, and he's like, "Ah, fucker, fuck!" And you can see that he's got like blood coming out of his like he's got like bullet holes in his neck right now. Like, ah, ah. And um, uh, now uh, it's a new round where everybody can do something that they would like to do. So, Miles, are you still gonna roll, run over, and put your sword against him? Yeah, if he's on the ground, right? Is that what happened? He sort of got yanked to the ground? That's right, yeah. yeah. I just run over, put my sword to his neck, and I say, um, even anarchists have to abide by the masquerade. So keep yourself in check. Okay, so you're going to try, you're going to run over and try to intimidate him. Um, we're we're going to roll for that in a second. Curtis, what are you going to do? Just kind of um, let Miles do his thing now? No, I want to. I want to get down and get control of his gun, um, and uh, just yeah, I want to jump, jump off, snag the, snag the gun. Okay, great. And he's going to rouse to heal, okay. and get to his feet. Okay, so he's got two bullet holes from an AR-15 in him <laughs> out of his neck, and he's going to stand up and he's going to rouse, and he's going to fail. So he's like having to, he's getting hungrier as he tries to like staunch, you know, as the wound starts to heal. And Miles, I want your intimidation roll, please. Your, um, nice. let's call it a uh, resolve plus intimidation roll. Yes. Yes. Get ready for a, hopefully a lot of successes. Wait, that's not true. That can't possibly be true. <laughs> Impossible. Oh my god. I'm going to use uh that's so dumb. <laughs> what <did you> do? <laughs> happened? Uh, seven dice and one success. Oh my god. It's so lame. I I guess I'll use a will pattern. I'm trying to get them yeah. back. They're all gone. You got yeah. one back at the beginning of the session. Yeah, you got okay. one back at the beginning of the session. Great. So let me just write, roll three, two. So a total of three successes. Okay. Um, three successes is, that's quite a bit. And um, and Curtis, it's a free, I, I don't think you had to roll anything to jump out of the truck and grab the gun. So here's what I can tell you. Uh, conflict over. The guy's not going to try any more shit and you've taken his weapon. Mm-hmm. But you know what he does do? After Miles is like, you know, kind of talk to him about the masquerade or whatever. He's like, man, Fuck this shit, man. Y'all go off and have your own fucking fucking 
<laughs> circle jerk fucking masquerade dance, all right? I don't go in for that fucking bullshit. Come on, boys. And can I, before, if I hear him saying that, can I walk up? Yeah, you may. We don't either. You don't either what? We don't deal with that masquerade bullshit. You're right. We're not the Camarilla. Well, this we motherfucker just told me I'm not allowed to use my weapon to discharge my weapon. <laughs> I see fit to discharge it. Now, are you going to say that, little girl? You going to say that to me? Huh? I'm going to ask. He insults, when he insults Jen, the, uh, the AR-15 that I've got in my hand just goes towards him. I'm going to ask you to discharge it wisely. I'm not telling you to do anything. But I think you could have a lot more fun and a lot more freedom if you stay with us. But if you don't try to respect the people around you, I can't have that. So I'm asking you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm asking you. I think it's great that you want to wreak havoc. So do I. Reaching across the aisle. (laughs) (laughs) Always works. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, here's what I'm going to say, Jen Brown. That was, again, an, an excellent, an excellent attempt. Let's see if it works. I need you to give me a role, and I think I'll let you do persuasion plus charisma for what you just did. Or you can choose manipulation instead, actually, because you are manipulating him a little bit. Uh, Uh, I'll do persuasion plus charisma. I would like if I could somehow get this dude to like me. I don't know if that's possible, but if Four successes are necessary. Four? Yeah, this guy's far away from you, and you're not... This guy makes decisions based on... The type of person he's looking at a little more than, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need uh, successes. I got two. I'm gonna re-roll. Okay. I'm gonna roll my remaining. This guy's a fucking liability. I got three successes. <sighs> All right, we need a place to bed down for the night, so I'll see you at the hospital. Can see I have there? my fucking gun back? I bet you get it back when I see you at home. Give him his gun, Chris. I uh, take the I take the ammo out, and as as a soldier, I just like break it down really like impressively quickly, <laughs> and just like toss in the pieces. <laughs> um, on base, we'd always have one or two like you. He only has one arm, so he can't grab all the pieces. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm basically always said one or two, like, you end up shooting themselves in the ass with their own gun before they even made it to the shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, old boy. I'll be seeing you later. And he hops in the back of his uh, pickup truck, uh, and um, they start to... Roll out. I uh, I turn to Jen. I'm like, I hope you know what you're doing. So he slips up one more time. I might take him out myself. I won't stop you. But we got too few right now. If I can keep him, I want him. But not if he's going to cause trouble. So you see him slip up again. You do what you need to do. Understood. 
um, Kenya was kind of watching a lot of this and she's like, so we don't respect the masquerade anymore. <laughs> can I, can I have a sidebar with Kenya? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Look, you're obviously smart. You obviously know we're not in a great position right now. I need bodies. I hope you know what you're doing. <laughs> um, and that's when Cross walks up to Curtis and uh, Miles and he's like, so the masquerade is off. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We can't fight with him. <laughs> It's it's on, it's on, it's on. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> Should we reconvene at the hospital? Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, the last thing I'll say is that, Miles, you notice uh, uh, a female, uh, uh, not a vampire. It, she looks like she might be maybe a ghoul or, or she looks mortal on the back of one of the bikers, uh, like uh, – motorcycles that you that you recognize but you can't quite place where she comes from as they kind of roll out toward the location as well um a mortal woman um how right. old jared well that's i mean old i mean like you know okay. not old old but like you know uh in her 20s um all right and so um she just looks familiar and you can't quite place why all right so now let's um let's okay. reconvene at the old hospital uh, man, it's it's big, but it is a shit show. Uh, the Anarchs are walking around, looking around inside it. Uh, Kenya's like, there's all kinds of holes in the ceiling. Like, there's a lot of places where sunlight could come in. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know, you hear like, motherfucker, this is my fucking corner. Like, you hear them all kind of already kind of starting in on each other. Um, and we, we uh, give these guys some jobs to do. Yeah, maybe so. Is there not like a is there not like a area sub is there is there not a subterranean area? Um like a, oh like yeah, a, a basement yeah. work area, boiler room, more. Yeah, you, you look around for a little while and um you do find a kind of a basement area that the steps are all kind of caved in and cracked and it's and this is an old hospital so it's very low ceilings down there. But, uh, you know, someone's like, uh, well, Bob from Cleveland's like, okay, I guess we're going to just going to all be Nosferatu tonight. And he starts to kind of like crawl down in there. Uh, oh, God. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, okay. I'm all right. I'm all right, everybody. Um, as he goes down into the, see, you think you hate the redneck, but you're probably going to kill this character. For yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, and uh, so people are kind of, I mean, they're kind of unhappy with their new digs, but they are uh, eventually all here. Um, so um, I think... Oh, and also, I should say that I, I took Erasmus out of the furnace when we left and brought him with us. How are you transporting the urn? I can tell you that I'm not trying to put your magic item in danger, so Mary has been staying close to the urn. Right. I assume, I mean, I saw Erasmus the way he transported it before. I assume mm -hmm. I would, we would just emulate that in some way. Great. So you're using the roller bag. Yeah. Uh, remember, he would just put it in kind of a roller bag. Um, and probably you have Erasmus and even a larger roller bag. Just kind of like <laughs> folded up in there with a stake through his heart. Um, and there's mm -hmm. like a little bit of stains on the old suitcase. Um, 
So uh, people are finding spaces. Um, what do you want to do? Do you want to rest? Do you want to go ahead? Because, you know, but you have a little time if there's anything else you want to do before you rest. Um, yeah. How much night is left? Uh, let's see. I'd say there's probably like uh, two hours left. Okay. Um, what are people doing right now? Are they betting down or do they seem to be? They're arguing and they are, um, I mean, frankly, bitching. And they are, uh, they're trying to find spots. They're trying to find spots in this building. It's a very big building. Um, some people are like nailing up, you know, old pieces of wood over windows and things like that. There we go. Some, but they're not um, like looking to us for any sort of guidance right now. They're bickering and stuff, but they're not okay. at the moment. Um, look, I, I can offer some ideas. Like maybe you kind of look around the uh, building to look for, you know, um, resources you could use here, you know, to kind of know it better. Um, I'd kind of like to do a, a council with Miles and Curtis somewhere out of earshot. Okay, great. Um, um, so you go off into a wing that people haven't really walked to yet. You guys are kind of just looking at like the main branches of the corridors. Uh, you haven't gone upstairs yet. You're afraid maybe the floors won't hold you. Uh, and you come over into the kind of the, um, the North wing and, uh, yeah, you can talk to each other. It's dark here. Uh, you're far away from the others. I feel like I'm on one of those shows on the learning channel where people walk around old buildings with night vision. <laughs> Those shows. Yeah. I love those things. All right. The way I see it, the next thing that we have to do is find out how to get a a supply of blood here covertly. If these people don't eat, they're going to get fucking more impossible to wrangle than they already are. Why don't we split up in sort of three overall tasks? Recruitment, offense, and blood, food. Right. Three of us, we can head each operation individually. Split up who the hell these are, people are to help us if we need them or not. Okay. Do we have a layout? Not to have you give us another massive info dump, but what are the Anarchs we have at our disposal right now? I know we have True Believers, we have Kenya, we have Bob, we have, uh, and then we have uh, the re- the redneck dudes. But like, Red who do we have, and what are our impressions of all of them? You have the biker guys. Um, you have the biker guys. They're probably you know other members of the Iron Horsemen or whatever. Uh, who were uh, one of them went on the USX raid. Um, you have, um, yeah, you have like some like. Like we said, it's like half like punks or like gutter punks, you know, uh, mm-hmm. people who or or, you know, there's the, the very fervently uh, religious about Mary, like Nosferatu woman who you learned is named Thana. Mm-hmm. Um, you have her uh, cross is there, of course, and cross had two guys himself mm-hmm. um, that he kind of used. And uh, we're almost at the end of it. I mean, that's that's a lot of okay. them. And then there's and then there's a couple more rabble rousers, a couple more ass uh, ass kickers. You know, like people who are in it for destruction and being able to fire off their guns. Okay, Curtis. Yeah, I think I need you on offense. All right. You'll take the ones that want to do the most destruction, but you're going to have to earn their their respect. 
they have to listen to you. And I know right now that's an uphill battle, but if they don't fall in line, then we need, we need them controlled and we need them working to keep the Camarilla off of us. All right. And I'll do what I can. Let's figure out the best place to strike first to go on the offensive. Well, the way I see it, wait, the Bruja. We didn't hear anything about the Bruja when we did our Camarilla info dump. That's right, because the Bruja are almost totally in the Anarch movement. They are, um, okay. Some of the vampires here are likely Bruja. Um, okay. Some of them might be caitiff, which are called clanless. They don't develop the certain earmarks of the blood that vampires with a clan develop. Uh, and they can't master some of the proprietary disciplines of those clans uh, necessarily, unless they have a good teacher. Okay. Um, so some are probably clanless. There are thin bloods, as we mentioned. And then there are certainly Bruja here and Gangrel here. Okay. Um, these are the main the main spokes of the Anarch movement uh, represented. Yeah. Maybe I could try to go on a hunt for uh, Sonia and her minions. Go to one of the other... Uh, Start some trouble at one of the other havens. We destroyed the Toreador's haven, which means that they're scattered to the wind. But we did deliver them a blow. We know where the Malkavians meet. So I know some of those meeting places because I've been to. I'm starting to wonder if I ever saw them at a at a Narcanon meeting. Do you feel the most comfortable going after them first? I mean, I might be me seeing people that know me. Right. The other options are but Ventru. I sort of if wonder. If I see people who yeah. know me, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not saying, but I'm saying if you're looking for numbers. How do you feel about that? I mean, not amazing. In a weird way, this gift isn't different in a lot of ways from what I've already been through. It's an addiction. You feel like you're in control of it, but you're not in control of it. And but once you get a taste, sometimes it's all you can think about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You guys mentioned, uh, so Curtis, it looks like you're taking over sort of the offensive wing of, of this operation. Is that right? I would like him to, if he wanted to. Yeah, I'll do it. Um, we can maybe talk more, too, about where you would hit first. And then, um, Miles, how do you feel about getting us some blood? Yeah, yeah. Say no more, Ken. I, you know the way the urn works, but I mean, Miles know the way this, knows the way the urn works at this point, right? I need, I need blood. Almost any, almost any blood can, can be can yeah. be um reformed to be uh to work for everybody but oh um, so yeah. we kill animals we can find animals kill them earn that's right okay yeah because i my concern was basically trying to do another thing if we had to get bagged blood that that would be easy for the camarilla to track but if we could right. hunt animals and then 
and then just use them or something like that. Um, sure. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you could. I, I mean, hunting animals is a little harder than maybe. Oh, okay. Miles got, Miles got it. <laughs> Miles um, has an idea. Okay, great. Um, I can't wait to see these ideas. Maybe we'll see them. In I just don't a have moment. an idea. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, don't worry. I, you know what? I can give. I can help give Miles some ideas. I'm here to assure for you as a storyteller. And Jen Brown, it sounds like then you are the in charge of their recruitment drive. Is that right? I guess so. Unless, I mean, to me, Curtis is the most logical to head the offensive. If Miles feels more strongly about recruitment, I can totally take over play. Great. I'm then down. I'm going to set Love some blood. scenes. Okay. I'm going to set some scenes. And uh, okay. as you all go off to do these various things, Miles, first of all, if you would like to just like uh, find some blood, I, I think it's safe to say you realize uh, you're in a hospital. Right. Yeah, one that's been abandoned for since the '80s. You said that is correct. 90s. So why don't you give me a uh, why don't you give me a just a wits plus investigation? Oh, but even if it's bad, if there's blood here, we could use it. I suppose so. Um, this is not going to be the most confident dice roll. One success. Mm, one success. Um, okay. You um you managed to find an old like cooler on the lower level yeah. that has just completely like I mean since the eighties like fucking like disgusting solid blood and you're like will this work in the urn like will this actually work um and the people you're with who are currently Bob and Kenya are like looking at you skeptically like. Should we try this? Yeah, let's let's give it a shot. <laughs> okay, so you guys are moving to the urn, and um, uh, Kenya looks at you and is like, "Mary usually does this. Yeah. Should we? I mean, do we need to uh, have a ceremony? You go get you go get Mary and bring her out here." Okay. Um, Kenya leaves to go get Mary, and Mary is currently actually talking to Jen Brown. Hmm. Oh, okay. Um, after your friends left, you realized that Mary was kind of in the doorway. <laughs> Hi, Mary. Hello, Jen Brown. I want you to know that I'm grateful to you for reminding me about redemption. You're welcome. And I want to make sure that redemption is our goal as we move forward with this crusade. I believe that the Ventru can be redeemed, that Sonia can be redeemed, that Auburger, all of them can be redeemed. Oh. You believe that too, don't you? I want to give everyone a chance, Mary. But like what happened with Churchill. I mean, I didn't tell you to do anything. You made that choice. So you must have known in your heart. You said that he was irredeemable. 
And I'm going to nickel and dime a little bit, I guess, as a player, because I I just said I didn't tell her do it. I said um, he treated us like pawns. That's right. You did. And she um, said freedom. And then she did. That's right. You're absolutely right. So what she's going to say now is uh, she's going to say. Jen Brown. You believe, you truly believe that Cain is the Messiah, that Jesus Christ was the second Cain, and that vampires are angels on his earth. You do believe that, don't you? I want to be... I want to be and I want to help usher in vampires that are truly angels that's an interesting answer i actually quite love that answer and so i'm going to give you an extra die on the roll i'm about to make you make i think that you need to either use your composure or your resolve i'll allow you to choose uh, okay. along with i'll allow a uh, etiquette or persuasion roll against her what do you think I'll do resolve you know plus persuasion. Um, okay, I'll allow it. Okay. And now here's what's going to happen. If you f if you don't get enough successes, uh, you probably have lost a little bit of sway with Mary. That's sort of scary because yes. Mary is very <laughs> powerful. Uh-huh. So um, you need uh, – let's see how many successes you get. And that's you'll know where your relationship is based on that. I got three successes. We will usher in that age together. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Great. when Kenya appears in the doorway and is like, Mary, uh, we think we found some blood that we can use with the urn. And Mary goes, you will not use the urn until we have communion. And Kenya's like, Okay, can we have communion? <laughs> Child, communion takes place on Sunday. Oh, fuck. I'm not saying that as Jen. I'm saying that as Ashley. Um, and you kind of looks at you like... I'm going to kind of give her a subtle, like, just please. <laughs> like... Okay, she ducks out of the room. Um... Kenya comes back to you, Miles, and she goes, Mary refuses to conduct the ritual, but also says that we shouldn't uh, play with the urn unless the ritual is conducted. And Bob is like, are you kidding? That's insane. She's not serious. Is she serious? Hang on, hang on, Bob. Jesus. <laughs> Look, Mary's something that i've never seen before of you no so she has a certain way of doing things and as far as i'm concerned she's the chef of the goddamn blood so right now we got to get more of these bags and i want you to round up some people and search the hospital while i try and figure out where we can get more of this stuff and try and get those Bridge is up and running. You gotta be fucking kidding me. This is ridiculous. Bob, Fine. I'm not here to argue with you. Okay, okay. 
uh, <laughs> walking away. And it's like, Bob, get team. I don't know, man. I didn't. I, well, I'm not trying to join the Catholic Church or whatever she's part that's, of. That's not what I saw when I was seeing everybody dance around like goddamn satyrs in that church I was in back there a couple nights ago, a week ago, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Probably like three nights ago. Who knows yeah, what the timeline is. Everybody um, there seemed like believers to me. And whatever yeah, gets the proud by that. Yeah, whatever whatever gets the urn going is what we do, okay? Otherwise we're all lost. So Okay. So I've been put in charge of getting blood. You're gonna listen to what I what I have to say. <laughs> Miles, give a um, uh, closure <laughs> plus survival roll to get these guys searching for stuff you can use. All right. Number of successes will tell you how well they did. One <laughs> success. Right. Um, yeah, um, I'm gonna rule that some of the some of the little holes in the ceiling are getting patched up, but. Uh, they, they, the blood you have is the blood that is there. And, uh, uh, toward, uh, dawn, you can see a couple of the kindred eyeing it hungrily. Curtis Krieger, you are talking to some of the more combat oriented, uh, vampires. Mm -hmm. Cross is front and center. Uh, and, uh, what are you explaining to, uh, him and, uh, the rednecks and the iron horse? (laughs) Well, that's a good question. Uh, that is a good question. What, um, cause I don't feel we walked out of that little, uh, meeting of the triumvirate with a offensive agenda. And that's right. Like, I, I cut you off a little bit. So if you would like to figure it out now, you're certainly welcome to. Yeah. Um, I'd kind of like to think through it a second. So we've got yeah. all the, we've got the, um, the, uh, Toreador's Haven was, was busted up. And so they're just out and abroad. Who knows mm-hmm. where? Um, but we could guess as to where they might have gone based on their proclivities. The uh, Nosferatu are scattered in homes throughout Polish Hill, although we've seen how they defend themselves. Um, yes, we do have six addresses apparently on that USB as well. Yeah, I assume that there's been some sort of. Uh, I wonder what the actual what the world of light. Uh, <laughs> Governmental or law enforcement response has been to a giant bomb going off in the middle of a neighborhood. Sure. Um, if you'd like, you can look that up. Um, yeah. I'm happy for you to do that right now. Great. I do that. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, using uh, a device, one of the devices that's floating around, you see that um, it is uh, been tied in with the Night of Terror in Pittsburgh. Um, and this one in particular, the Red Network, is uh, is kind of leaning on to show that um, these uh, these radical uh, communist socialist uh, attackers uh, wanted to hurt normal working families. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you needed to use your blush to uh, blush of life to touch the touch screen. So give me a rouse roll. Oh. <laughs> Am I going to start making you do this every time? No, but I think we should start every once in a while mentioning these things. Because uh, you are vampires, and it's part of the... Oh, that's a failure. I'm now actually quite hungry. Really? Yeah. Well, good thing there's a little blood. Oh, wait, you're not allowed to drink it. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's being tied into the whole Night of Terror. Okay. Um, um, 
So there's probably, but but there's probably a big law enforcement presence all throughout the city if there was a bunch of fires going off. But it's but it's spread thin. Um, Nosferatu's are there. Uh, we've got the the clubs, um, the Malkavians. Um, Roman and the South Side boys are at the White Eagle. The Malkavians are right in the help groups. The, the helpful things are like would be like just keeping them disorganized, confused, unable to strike back. Um, so the prince being out of commission and the sheriff being out of commission are big because right. the, the, they're Huge. all power hungry. So the power that their, their first priority, one of their first priorities would be filling those power vacuums because they'd all be trying to jockey to be the one to fill. Right. They need right. one of those like ibis masked like elders to come to town to appoint the new prince. Um, right. And I think you would know this, uh, but if you'd like, you can give me an intelligence plus politics role. Sure. Rolling is fun. Intelligence plus politics is not a good one for me. <laughs> I have more hunger than I have in this dice pool. Oh, okay. Well, uh, but it's I... a success. Oh, okay, great. Hey, well then what I can, what I can tell you, it's one success, right? Two successes. Oh, oh, very good. Yes. Okay. So it, it is true that uh, according to the Camarillo rules, the Archons uh, and the Camarillo leadership would appoint the new prince. But you picked up from Churchill and from other Camarillo vampires that you talked to that it doesn't always work that way. That sometimes there is a power struggle. Sometimes two princes are declared. Uh, they declare themselves mm-hmm. prince. Uh uh, you know, much like when they were like two popes in medieval yeah. Europe for like a yeah. hundred years. Sometimes, <laughs> Great sometimes yes, sometimes there are schisms. Uh, and sometimes, sometimes the Camarilla organization, you know, sometimes one you. of those Ibis mask yeah. guys waits to back the one that proves to be the more powerful and able to defend himself. I have a question. Um, do I would Jen Brown have the capability right now to potentially try to do like a DDoS attack or something on the companies that the Ventru have like a coordinated attack on their finances rather than on them physically? Um, she could certainly try or or cert- you would you like to start making some inroads toward doing that? Would you like to kind of start that that task? If we think it's viable at all. I mean, it would require us to not have to send people to try to kill them yet but it yeah. would put them in disarray that's good and also tactic brain is like if they're if they're in a position where there might be like these weird power struggles then the things that would take their focus off us would be pitting them against each other and attacks that would that would cast suspicion on other members of the camaria or right. create other situations where they'd be squabbling amongst themselves right Jen Brown, I just just as a side note, I do want to mention this. Um, you realize that you, uh, when you are kind of just thinking about these DDoS attacks and the, the, the sort of like cyber attack that you could make, that you are cut off uh, from your grouper um, resources. Right. Because right. if you recall, Sabrina is the CEO of Grouper. Right. And she is Sonia's creature now right so uh we're probably going to erase all the resources on your sheet probably when we come back in two weeks and we're not done yet tonight but we're going to have all new backgrounds and advantages on our sheet because everything will have flipped to a whole new uh, place um but i think that's exciting and fun uh but what i will say is that 
Um, are you trying to, do you try hard to log into grouper? Do you try hard to kind of get some of your info back to, to get into your, you know, your company account or do you, when you first detect, um, that you've been cut off, do you kind of let it go? I think I should let it go because that is like a direct line to me. If they man, if I fuck it up and they like, I just, I think, I think I've, I think it's gone. I think the company is gone, but I'm still a whiz kid. Power roll from Jen Brown. Oh, that's fair. Sure. Jen Brown is a thin blood. She has the, uh, the quality that she's a thin blood that frenzies sometimes. Could I have a willpower roll with her? Just her current willpower, please. Three successes. Okay. Jen Brown, you are, you're the, the device is shaking in your hand, but uh, you know you you remain calm. You remain in control. Uh, and so now uh, I do want to set the scene where you're going to kind of give the what the combat vector is going to be for this whole crusade, uh, Curtis. So what are we telling the uh, what are we telling the warriors, the warrior class? Yeah. I would say personally that maybe Nosferatu and Ventru are off the table for the moment because Ventru, we might be able to attack in a different way. Nosferatu, it seems too risky. Um, But we've got the Blood Dance dudes, the South Side Boys, the Malkavians, and the Toreadors. Oh, and the Tremere's. Right. Maybe not the Toreadors either because they're sort of scattered to the wind. So... Of those. Yeah. I mean, it seems like a bar brawl at a blood dance sort of place wouldn't be um, out of smashing, smashing up stuff. Uh, wouldn't things happen in clubs all the time. If you're going for a target that you know a little bit about um, and that doesn't seem overwhelming, like, you know, might not be able to bring resources to bear that you're not ready for. Um, that does seem like the conservative choice. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, fires happen all the time. Yeah. Exactly. A lot of them happened last night in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, I, I okay. I have two things in mind for the for okay. I think that's for the that's but number one is the uh, is telling telling my my crew about this idea. All right. Can so you tell me anything I might know about? You. Okay. Great. Um, the head of the Camry is off. Its right arm is cut off, but they won't stay shed for long. Our tactics now are an insurgency. We got to move in silence, strike hard, strike quick, get out in secret, keep them off balance, keep them guessing, keeping them distrusting each other, scrambling for whatever scraps of power that they can pick up in the wreckage we've left them. And we will leave their unlives as wrecks. We're going to move up to the bigger fish a little bit later. Let's start kicking out some of the smaller struts right now. Keep them guessing, keeping them suspicious. We know that they operate a blood dance operation out of insomnia, Svengali, and Pearl. I say tonight, let's do a little partying. And if some uh, blood ends up on the dance floor, and uh, so much the better. Um, the rednecks are like, hell yeah, well, what the fuck, man? And the iron horsemen are just nodding. But Cross is like, are you serious? You got an issue? 
Yeah, I do. We got to go for Sonia Nowak immediately. Are you aware of what a threat she is? I mean, she's probably next in line for Prince. And if we don't find her, she's going to find us real soon. You got a line on Sonia Nowak? No, I don't have a line on her. But I think we should be putting everything we have into finding her. They're expecting a strike. We're going to get to her. We're going to get to the most powerful elements in this. Right now, if what you say is true, if she's in line to be the next prince, then her energy is focused on consolidating the power that she has, not stomping us out. While they're focused at the top, we make their bottom weaker, and then we strike them. I hope you know what you're doing. People keep saying that to us. <laughs> it's like the theme of this. If there was a name for this episode, it would be, I hope you know what you're doing. I hope you know what you're doing. <laughs> well, um, uh, yeah, I, I guess Cross accepts your decision for right now. So that will be, that will be the next move. Um, unless there's anything else, I have a final scene to set. Um, okay. Well, I would want to, if I'm, I would maybe want to go to a map or something or think about way, where I could get some more blood. Uh, but if I pass on the way, that young woman that I saw oh, on yeah. the bike, I wouldn't mind getting a closer glimpse. She says, uh, yeah, I mean, you're getting a map and you just keep looking at the hospitals in the neighborhood and you think, God damn it, if we haven't lost that connection. You know, maybe maybe there's a way to get that connection back because they were feeding this movement like bags of blood, you know. And while you're kind of thinking of that or maybe finding other venues, uh, the young woman walks up to you. She's got like a she looks like a gutter punk. She's got like a mostly shaved head. She's got some hair hanging off the side. She's uh, she's dressed in like a, a ratty like tank top. And she goes, Mr. Vanderbuck. Yeah. Turn around. Look at her. You don't remember me. Oh. Can't say that I do. You pulled me out of a basement in McKeesport. Oh. Yeah. I. <laughs> right, of course. How you doing? I know. This is a weird. <laughs> this is weird. Um. Well, after that, I didn't really have any place to go. And, the, you know, the Camarilla gave me a spot, but uh, it was with those, uh, it's hard for me to say, still vampires that uh, were operating out of the museum. Right. Anyway, I didn't want to be with them anymore. And um, I told your men when they came. And... Uh, they brought me to you. Um, I forget your name, sweetheart, but I'm glad you're here. My name's Dylan. Dylan. Look, um, if you have any problems here, you come to me, okay? And if you know anybody like you, maybe that was in your position before, that maybe wants to come to this side, you let me know, all right? I will. Are you, have you been bit? Are you one of us? No, that's, 
Well, I mean, you seem, uh, <laughs> you don't seem like a lot of the others and um, neither do your friends. And that's why, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy I'm here, but uh, I just want to say like, um, I don't want it. Okay. I don't want the blood. I don't want to, um, I don't want any of it. Okay. You got it. Well, if anyone, if anyone is pushing you to drink it again, you come to me. You just, uh, sorry, Dylan, you, you remind me of someone I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. <laughs> Thanks for having <laughs> Uh, and she moves off to go, you know, hammer more boards uh, onto uh, holes in the wall. And you have at least one f- full human among your number. Uh, and maybe that will come in handy at some point. But after that scene, I think that is where we will end for tonight. All right. Cool. And that is the end of season one of Vampires. <laughs> um, when we come back uh in two weeks we're, we're going to take the week off next week when we come back in two weeks we will jump a little bit ahead in time not too much uh i haven't decided exactly how much yet maybe the players have some idea uh and we will get into all these little plans you have i can't <laughs> wait to see how they go uh, <laughs> how are you feeling guys what are you thinking what are, what's what's your what's your vibe after all this feel like we have like things to do in order to keep an organization running and those will end up being our like missions i want as a as gameplay i kind of want like although we're heads of different departments i want to anytime there's a thing to go do i'd like for us all to go together i know i don't want to split the yeah so so like you know if if we get a good lead on food or if we get a good lead on a, a hit or a a recruitment that we should all like team yeah. up. I mean, I do yeah. think that there is something to the recruiting of like both contacts in the in the um in the world I came from, whether it's whether it's uh turning uh turning former or current addicts into our numbers and ghouling dealers for I love that too. Well, mm-hmm. like, look, I think that, you know, you have your gang, you have your, you have your gang now, but you know, you guys are, I mean, you're the player characters. So you're the ones who know whether or not you can get it done. I mean, as we've proved from just this little epilogue, if you delegate and you send someone off, you don't know what's going to come back to right. you. You never know for sure. So I think it will be about, you know, I think there still yeah. will be some kind of city planning, kind of like planning the war kind of aspect where you decide the things that you can delegate. Then there will be, as Thomas has said, missions where, yo, you got to get your hands dirty. You got to do it yourself. Yeah. I, I, think for, I think for Miles, like he'll probably get whoever underlings are part of the farmers <laughs> to go <laughs> to go just scout sources. Don't do anything. Just see what sources they are and that and that can buy time for another one of your guys's mission that miles can kind of join on i meant to say this earlier too but i'm i'm so proud of our gen con buds yeah oh yeah i can't believe they put the prince into torpor Uh (laughs) yeah they fought Um, fought valiantly they fought valiantly. suicide mission dirty dirty dozen (laughs) they did a fantastic job they were uh you know it, it came down to one role at the end whether they would escape or not and uh unfortunately they didn't make it a SWAT team got them but 
you know, they could just have easily still been part of your number. So, uh, uh, you know, our RIP. Also, they were only hit by bullets, so they're only in torpor. They're only in torpor. Oh, I fully left them there. (laughs) 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 What were you to do? Sit there making Ralph rolls and I I would have been like under five and gone into torpor yourself. I I Um, had to. There's also the mystery of, I mean, although Miles doesn't know it, but I, we all know it, that there's someone hunting me by proxy you all. That's something too, that maybe it's smart to send your folks out to do things for you so that we try to keep you. Yeah, you, um, I'm. Ass- I'm assuming once we get a good stash, we'll ha- we will have to personally see to it. But yeah, as I say, it's yeah, like might- a- it's like XCOM. You're like researching different yeah. things, and when, they yeah. when they're ready, then you go do the. <laughs> no, I think that I think we we're ready to add that layer to it, and I think it's going to be so fun. So um, yeah, I just want to thank my players again: Thomas Middleditch, Ashley Birch, and Ross Bryant for being here tonight. Uh, and you guys are fantastic as always. Follow them on all social things and watch all of the things they do. And thank you guys. I'll say good night for right now. Thanks for listening. Keep up with our schedule and find out about all the cool things we have planned by following us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore stream of blood underscore. We're on Reddit at r forward slash stream of blood and join the stream of blood Facebook group. This podcast is produced by Andrew Struther. Brian Baldinger, and Clinton Trucks. I've been your storyteller, Jared Logan. Hey guys, it's your Pittsburgh fact. The University of Pittsburgh's Cathedral of Learning is the second tallest university building in the world and the site of a climactic battle that broke Pittsburgh's anarch movement.